So welcome to another episode of the Joy So Short Podcast. I am, as you can hear probably, there are fireworks going off because it is July 4th. Um, I don't know who Independence Day it is, but it ain't ours. Well, it ain't mine. It might be yours, but it ain't mine because my people weren't free today. Um, but... You know, we're out here and we are enjoying ourselves and we are doing very black things. Today was a very black day. Um, And I appreciate all the blackness that has been around me over the last few months, honestly. But today I am super excited. (laughs) Because not only do we have our first male guest on the Joy Social Podcast, it's my brother. Hi, brother. What's going on, Joy? <laughs> it's, been, it's been a long time coming. It's been a long time. I mean, we've recorded several episodes. They just we, haven't aired. We, we did. We did. I, I felt like I was on the very first episode myself you were. and uh, my, my good friend Roy. And uh, we just ain't yeah. make the cut. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, y- 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 they let us out. But, here. like, that wasn't my decision. Mm, and then mm. there was another episode where you and Derwin, I think. Right, right, at my house also, with Alex. Mm-hmm, with Alex, that also didn't make it quite to the podcast. But look at you, you here now. I, I'm here. Third time is the charm, <laughs> and, and I'm hoping I, I actually make the cut. Right, I could do another recording, and then next thing you know, you tell me, you know what, yeah, you didn't make it. I, I took you. Off, <laughs> no, no, no. I, I took you off the album, and that's it. Like you no, know, like you're I, not I gonna get record. dropped off the album. You are on it this time. Absolutely. Okay. How are you? I'm good, man. I'm. I'm I'm blessed. I'm, I'm happy to be here, man. Yes. I'm, I'm smiling. If they can see my face, I'm smiling. I see you. Come you know, on, I, I made it. Joy. I, I made it to you know the podcast finally. You know. <laughs> um, how do you deal with COVID? COVID, the pandemic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The pandemic, as some people would say. Ooh, uh, pandemic. Because it sounds like folks knew this was happening. I, I definitely didn't believe. Oh man, we we gonna get that deep in this? I like. We don't have to. Like, <laughs> Um, I saw a clip of, I don't know, some white man talking to Trump and Trump being like, you should have just told us. I don't know what that really meant, but um, it sounded like folks knew about this. He was a military dude. I, I, I believe that as, you know, the different government agencies, as they gather information about everything else, I believe that this is something that was known of, mm. right? I, but I do believe that a lot of people were not prepared for this. No, not or, at all. Or information was not passed down enough mm. for for everyone to be prepared to understand what's going on. Yeah. So, you know, from a personal level, you know, I'm managing just like everyone else. Yeah. Like, there's, there's nothing special. I, I don't have a secret sauce, secret for <laughs> I'm going through it just like y'all going through yeah. it, right? So it's... It's definitely been um, interesting. Um, luckily, fortunately, that nothing drastic, nothing um, catastrophic, yeah. um, no sadness, nothing as personally affected me or my family. So, you know, that's why I say I, I feel blessed. It's a right? blessing. It's yes. a blessing, yes. right? It's it's a you know when when you think about the magnitude and the spectrum of everything it's that's happening to wild it's, you know this is not how we plan the year. No, no, because it's funny. I was saying this earlier. I said. We have friends that were getting married mid mid May, mid May. I have three weddings this year yes. that was supposed to be at. Me too. Four? What is it? Three or four? I, was I don't remember. To three of the four, the three of the four that you were invited to. Correct. 
And mid-May, when I, when I got the email that it was canceled, and I was like... Which one? Is, is this the May one? The May one. The virtual the May, one. May, like, 18. Okay, yes. That, yes, that was the first one that and kicked I up the year. And I was like, by May, we should be out of this. Psych. Because we weren't. And, you know, we were supposed to go to a wedding. You, you and I were supposed to be leaving to Las Vegas in a few days it, to go to celebrate it, our friend Maya's wedding. Shout out to on Maya. On Thursday. On Thursday, I was supposed to be right. catching a flight to Vegas. And and I've been wanting to go to Vegas. So I was <laughs> low-key looking forward to it. And then it was like, if you go to Vegas, then these are the things that happen. I was like, mm. Yeah. And then they decided to, to rearrange things. So it's in New York now. But yes. Um, I, I think it's good. It's still gonna be a celebration, though. I, I yo, you know, I think it's gonna be a fucking movie. What, when when she told me I that, I had a dress. <laughs> oh. and I ain't put a dress on like. That. All right, my head is, but I ain't got nothing to wear yet. <laughs> so I gotta <laughs> figure it out. So I got. So I was definitely not prepared either way. Um, but I, I think I'm gonna throw on something. That, you know, she sent out what the dress code is, yeah. so I think I'm a little more comfortable as I to what we're gonna do. Hitting them with some sequins. Situation. I can't match the Which is so what I wanted I, to hit him with, but like, I think I, I bought this like cute yellow situation that I think is gonna be cute. I don't have footwear, so. That she said we're flats. So when she, she did, said. But like, I don't, like, she I've said been be comfortable. the same footwear for the last few years, and I decided, actually, I'm not even my friend. I bought shoes the other like, yesterday. Oh, check you so, out. <laughs> you know, just out here <laughs> trying to like fucking have. Not wear sneakers every day. Um, so, Try to be an adult. So I bought some sandals because the sandals that I have uh, don't exist anymore. Mm-hmm. And so I did that. So we'll see. Hopefully they look nice in my dress so I don't be just out here looking like... If it's a long dress, then we're not going to look at your feet anyway. Dress, but they got a slit. Hey, go ahead. Slit Are you, are you going to catch the bouquet? Look, I caught the bouquet. <laughs> I caught the bouquet in my cousin's wedding in like 2010. It doesn't seem to bring a husband. So what the I, fuck am I catching bouquets? I, no, no, for? no. I, I, you know that that that's an interesting conversation. But I, I think. But you know what? I think your wedding. I was fucking. So like, wait, pause. Okay. Your wedding. Take it back. I feel like was the like beginning of my speaking engagements. Okay, I, <laughs> you, you you know what's funny? Th- this episode comes out on Sunday, right? Yes. So on, on Sunday will be exactly one year. Yes. When you officiated my wedding. Yes. Look it's at funny. you, Leo. Yeah. <laughs> that was funny because I tell people like I officiated the wedding. They be like, How? And I'm like, well, because online I'm a minister. They're like, what? Yo, <laughs> it's like it's yo, a minister movie. from University of right. Phoenix. <laughs> <laughs> but it's legit for anyone that, that it's, it's legit. legit it's a real paperwork your wedding. that's another line of that's a revenue stream right there it's a revenue stream so book me if you need me but it's funny because people be like wait what and I'm like yep I do weddings they're like but you're a little bit ghetto and I'm like yep so what? I, I don't think you would get her at all. The, I think it was. Yeah, well, I was it, very put together. I was also very nervous. You, I think so. So okay. So let me ask you a question, right? Oh, so so we're looking at this approximately three hundred sixty-four days later, right? Yeah. It's a Saturday. The wedding was on a Friday. So oh, do the math, whatever it is, yeah. three sixty-one, three sixty-three, somewhere along that that math. It might be wrong. Uh huh. High school. That's it. Um, but. <laughs> 
how are you feeling, right? So we asked you, Joy, can you do this? Because for all my life, since I've known you, right? Yeah. I don't know if we got to take it that far back or whatever let's it is. Let's do it. But you was like, yo, Yemi, I got to be a flower girl at your wedding. I'm like, yo, you yo. cannot be a flower girl at my wedding. Because I got nieces. I've never and, been I got a nieces. flower girl. I lost a flower. I've never been a flower girl. And at some point, you know, when you turn like uh, 17, mm-hmm. even before then. I think it's like, like after 11. Your ass, right, like after like 12, your ass is too fucking old to be a goddamn flower girl. Yep. And so I was like, well, I'll be bridesmaids. And then I, I've, I've been bridesmaids. I've been a matron. I've been a maid of honor for my sister's wedding. I've been a bridesmaid in two weddings. Okay. Lakeisha and my cousin, but I was also a junior bridesmaid in my cousin's wedding. She's been married twice, but you know, we had to get into that. Well, all right, that's not, that's not this episode. Right, that's not this episode. <laughs> but, um, I've never been a flower girl, and I have a whole flower girl. Wait, if y'all can see how she has this whole routine that she's doing right now. I have a whole fucking routine that I'm just dying to be somebody's flower girl. And so, we were at, I remember we were at Maya's parents house and we were talking right yes and i was like let me officiate your wedding and then y'all said okay and i was like maybe they won't forget this and, and you turned around you were like you know what okay then you text me like all right Christine was like i would love that i'm like oh, <laughs> i was Christine, just joking <laughs> and you was like uh yeah i i went and got the paperwork i got everything done i'm like okay we're doing this all right let's that's one less thing i have to worry about with planning a wedding yeah. um and yeah, it's, so how did you feel the day, the night before? Whose podcast is this? Mine or yours? L- l- oh, my bad. Because <laughs> we were definitely together the night before, right? We were we at the barbecue, the rehearsal yeah, dinner. Yes, yes. So how are you feeling? Nervous. I mean, I'm, I'm an overall nervous kind of person. Like, I sometimes come off to people real super confident and like. Joy, Joy got it together, but I'm like, ugh, fucking like falling apart. I falling the whole apart. The night before, I was okay. It really wasn't until it was like time to walk down the aisle, and I was like, <laughs> you, you also walked by yourself. I walked by myself with no music. With no music. <laughs> I had on like heels, even though they weren't high heels. I still had on heels, and it was a long it was walk. A long that walk. I walk with I didn't know that and I was, had long that that walk oh, until I had to go down because Pause. it was like we walked from like another building yes to the street to the aisle and then down the aisle and I was like Jesus hold me tight and at one point so one of the things that happens to me when I wear heels is my leg starts wobbly my right leg starts to shake <laughs> that shit was like and I'm like oh my god don't you fucking fall and it was like, how can I not fall or be still in this moment? Right. And then it was something about you coming up that made me feel calm. Something about Roy coming and singing. And you let, didn't know let's anything talk, about Oh, my that. God. Can we, uh, can, let, let's unpack that for a second. So I, I'm not somebody that gets surprised a lot. Yeah. And my whole thing about the wedding was whatever Chris wants. I want to make sure. Yeah, that's what happens. And for, pause one second because, like, I want to give a little bit of context for those of you who don't know. When anytime I talk about like the producer of this podcast, it's Christine, who is Yemi's wife. Yes, who is 
Yemi is my brother. I've known Yemi since we were children. We better get, kind of get into that a little bit. Right. And and Christine has come into his life over the last, I don't know how many years. But we're going was, on a decade. Going on a decade. Uh, yeah. But she wasn't one of these fucking nasty-ass bitches that he used to date that would ask Whoa. chicken <laughs> and stuff. And we'd be walking down 42nd Street. And she's like, I don't eat McDonald's. I don't eat Olive Garden. All right, bitch. Well, what the fuck you want to eat? So, shout out to Christine because she's the real MVP. Okay. Sorry. I don't. I still don't know what who we, you you guys always tell that story about. There the was some was girl. Like, I only eat chicken. I'm like, all right, oh. I don't know who that was. I don't know, but she was annoying. I don't know her name. Well, she's I not think. here. It's irrelevant. She's not here. You're fucking married to Christine. Right. Who's dope. And right. Shit and got this shit off the fucking ground. Okay. So go back to you. So the whole plan, and you know, for anyone that's listening or looking to get married or fellas out there. <laughs> The whole plan was whatever she wanted to, you know, we've been planning for like a year and a half, two years. Yeah. Um, whatever she wanted God. that day, and however. I remember she, when you got engaged. Oh, that's another story, right? Oh, got in a car accident as the night before. Yo. No, got in a car accident an hour before with yeah. her. You texted me. my car. You texted me. I got in a car accident. I'm like, so you were like, but we're still doing it. I'm like, oh my god, we gotta get in front of them in a car accident. Yo, that shit was fucking stressful. Because at that point, I had the ring in my pocket. Yeah. And it, as a guy, if you're gonna propose to the woman you love and who you're gonna marry. That was it. Like, the, the ring was on me at that point. I had to get it off because yeah. I was going to fall apart. So, <laughs> but I told him my car that day that in a car accident. Crazy. But we still, now I don't know which story to tell. Not, because, all right, so, all right, so let's, let's talk about the car accident. Okay. All right. Let, let, it was my 33rd birthday. birthday party. Yes. I had a brunch for the women that were important to me in my life. Yes. So, so th- that evening, I that day, I oh text. Oh my god! And Christine act like she ain't want to leave. She did not want to leave. I was like, "Get out! So, get to that bitch, leave!" And she was like, "Just hanging around." So the plan was okay. August twelfth, I believe it was. Something like that. Yeah. Oh, it was definitely August twelfth, okay. um, two thousand and eighteen. And it was yeah. like, um, this is what I'm gonna do. No, it was two thousand seventeen. Was it? No, I think it was eighteen. I, I'm, I'm almost sure it was 18. No, it wasn't. It was 17. It was the year Rashim died. No? I'm not sure anymore. No. It might have been 17. No, I think it was... No, because you got married in 19. Yes. Christine's sister got married in 18. You got engaged in 17. Okay. All right. You might be right. Forgive me, babe. Uh, so... <laughs> you know what you're going to um, that, that evening I went, I came to your house to pick her up, right? Yes. Everyone else is gone for the day. Yes. Maya was there. She knew yeah. she was going to see me later on that evening yeah. at Tonic. Tonic is where we, Tonic Bar East in Manhattan, if you're from New York City, is where we had our first date. Yeah. Real simple. That's been our relationship, you know, where to go. We, we went to a bar, we got drinks, whatever. That's our yeah. first date. So the plan was to go there for me to propose to her. So I told everyone, all our friends, meet us there. We're going to be on the second floor, but either be on the third floor or in the back on the first floor somewhere. But we're going to be on the second floor. You guys will know when to come. They're going to play certain music. Yes. Tonic is a um, Caucasian spot. So <laughs> you're going to hear 
a specific music, you're gonna know that gotta be Yemi. This is it. Yeah, right, this yeah, is yeah, it. Yeah. So that was the plan. So I picked her up. She didn't want to leave. She's like, no, let's just stay. We having fun. Let's talk with Joy. We keep drinking wine. Yeah. I'm like, no, babe, we gotta go. We have date night. We hardly ever have date night. Yeah. She's like, all right, and fine. And I'm looking like, bitch, leave because I got a fucking. I, I had on this like very constricting white dress that I. And really you couldn't breathe. <laughs> I wanted to take off the fucking strapless bra that I had on. I was so uncomfortable. And I was like, Christine, just go. So so we get in the car. It's raining. Yeah. And we're on the Jackie Rob. Yes. Right? Yes. Coming from, from coming from the house in um in Brooklyn. Yeah. So going past my house in Queens, going to Manhattan, we got to get on the Jackie Rob. Yeah. So we're on there. And I think approximately before exit five or six, around around um, we going to bend. There was a car in front of me speeding, swerving in and out the lane in the rain. And I'm looking up. I'm like, Chris, this guy's wilding. Next thing you know, I just, I'm on the right lane. It's two lanes on the jack route, real narrow. So he's going right, left, right, left. And I just see him go from the left and swing real hard to the right yeah. and just slam into the wall. Bam. The car in front of me stopped, hit the brake. I'm hitting the brake and I look and I'm like, okay, I'm going to make it. I stopped. I looked up in the rearview mirror, the car behind me. I was like, oh my God, this guy is not going to stop. Surely enough, he did not. Slammed in the back Damn. of our car. I hit the car in front of me. Sandwich. The other cars, like a couple of cars piled up. We, I was like, Chris, you okay? She was fine. We got out the car. The roads were slippery. Yeah. So that made sense as to why that car in front of us slid. Of Mind you, the car that slid was still there stuck. The car I hit that stopped first peeled off. Oh. The car that hit me behind me peeled off. Oh, so shit. they both left. Then there was another lady behind them that got stuck also. So it was like three cars left, the main guy, me. So we called um, Progressive. It was like blah, 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 blah. So now I know everyone is waiting for us to show up in the city. Yeah. And I'm like, guys. You text me. I got in a car accident. So my ass is like, all right, well, we ain't got to go to where. <laughs> and they were like, but I'm still going. I'm like, oh, oh, I don't know who the fuck was at my house. But I'm like, we got to leave. We got to get it together. So we, so I'm like, okay, you know what? I don't feel comfortable on the side of the road. Yeah. Let's leave. Let's go home. Chris is like, yeah, let's go, babe. Like, you know, whatever. The car could still drive. Let's go. So we get, this is how much Chris is such a, uh, a G and she's yeah. down. So we, we're, we're getting it. she's a Leo. Oh, that's what, yo, y'all always skip over other people's birthdays, yo. It's July yo, season. Cancer. Yo, Leos don't give a fuck. Like, let me, uh, like, shout out to my Leos out there. My fellow Leos out there. We true, I mean, and like, it's so sad because cancer season probably gets it the worst from us because we really fucking brush across that. And we like, I love a lot of cancers. <laughs> you carry like, cancers are my peoples. However, Leo season. It's right before Leo season. So like, y'all niggas get the fucking worst. Gemini, fuck out of here. I, as soon as Gemini's wrapped. Taurus? Oh, please. <laughs> as soon as Gemini wrapping up, it's like Leo's. And I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Cancer. Like, we, yeah, you know, terrible. I, you know, we're, we're emotional. Bad. So it's like, so we, we're in the car driving. And I'm like, you know what, babe? We passed my exit eight. Um, and I'm like, I'm so stressed right now. I still want to drink. She was like, okay, if you really need a drink to calm down, we could go, still go in the city. I'm like, right, let's go in the city. Uh -huh. Mind you, I just said date night. She has no idea that we're going to Tonic. Yeah. So I get on 2nd Avenue. I'm driving down the street. I'm going down. And I'm like, she's like, where are we going? I'm like, I don't know. We could find a bar whatever. Mm -hmm. So I purposely drive past Tonic. She goes, oh, we could go to Tonic. I'm like, you want to go to Tonic? Sure, let's go to Tonic. Okay, Be smart ass. Because I, I know... Like 
she always remembers Tonic. Yeah. And that's her default. So mind you, if she had never said that, then I have to be like, oh, let's go to Tonic. Yeah. I didn't have to say that. She just I, I just knew I had to drive past it and she would say, babe, why don't we go to Tonic? Yeah. And Dear that's Christine, how we ended up. Set up. <laughs> that's how we ended up there, and uh, that, and then we did a proposal, and yeah. it was beautiful and, and great and like that. I was like on the steps, like looking up at the people, like don't you come down. But it was a good time. It it was it was so yeah. But and then I found that my car was totaled, insurance, all kind of yeah. stuff. But that but you know God God has a way of working things out. So God that that was that. Way, yeah. That was that story. I forgot what the 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 oh Roy. Showing Roy, up singing. Showing up. <laughs> so, shout out I, to I, Roy. We did the rehearsal dinner yeah. and the rehearsal practice, and we played the music. She did p- I come to the rehearsal? Yes, because you were the efficient. Duh. In the, we did it in the hotel. In the hotel yes, in the yes, lobby. Yes. And that's when I realized I didn't really know your last name, and then I felt like a fucking idiot because I've known <laughs> you for twenty years, and I was like, they were like, that's not it. I'm like, oh my god, I'm I'm a terrible friend. <laughs> no, you just slightly pronounced it. Differently. That that's well, what it I got was. Yelled at, so I will never call you by your last name. A, a lot of people got yelled out that weekend, but everybody yeah, had was, to be on point. I didn't do the yelling. Yeah, yeah. But uh so yeah. we played a certain song that Chris picked out. It was all great. So before we walked out, yeah. It was, Donnell and I were gonna walk yeah. together yeah. and we were like, all right, Joy's gonna walk. And I was like, all right, Donnell. Donnell's my best man, my one my, one of my best friends. Yeah. We were like, okay. Shout out to Donnell. <laughs> so when we get up there, we gotta make Joy feel comfortable. So she don't throw up. <laughs> so I appreciate you. So, so we we walked out. I got the video. Darnell so, is fucking making all the kind of faces at me. And so I'm like, as I'm walking out, I see the video of him behind me. Now that I watched it after the fact, he's stopping in the crowd, high fiving people. Because Darnell is that nigga, <laughs> yo. Darn, if Darnell don't have the most personality in the world, I don't know who does. So we get up there. So we're talking to you. We're like, all right, Joy, keep going. Everybody comes down. We're done. And then it's time for Chris to come on. And you're like, where's the mic? And I'm like, what do you yes, mean, where's the mic? The and I'm mic. like, how could the mic go missing? Like, where's the what, what do you? That shit and, and, Yeah, and then you go, and then you stop looking for it. And in my head, I'm like, where's the mic? She's looking for it. Like, how could y'all ruin my wedding? I'm starting to panic. Yeah, yeah. So then they're like. I remembered that I had known for like a week. Roy is oh, singing the name up. Lord. That's his wife. Roy is singing Christine down the aisle. Right. So and so then I was it killed Simon because I was like, I don't know what a mic is. I'm like fucking freaking out, and I was like, oh oh oh, Joy, you already know what's happening. Just chill. So, and then I think I like saw Roy in the corner and, of my eye, and I was like, oh, everything is fine. So I had no idea this was going on. So then right. they yo, start. Your ass was fucking yo. Mad. I was pissed. so then the music comes on. And I was like, that is the wrong song. Yo, yeah. And I, I, my Ooh. face, I'm like, that is the wrong, that is not her song. Like, what are y'all doing back there? Like, I'm really ready to run back there and fire the DJ. Like, <laughs> you're not going to ruin this for me. You're not going to ruin, like. You waiting for the flowers to come. Every, oh, my Jesus. So, but then I saw Roy come out and come on my, and, and then Aaron, I, I'm like, who is that? And then we looking at each other and I'm like, wait a minute, that's Roy. And I'm yeah. like, and then he looked at me like, yeah, me, yes, I'm singing. Chill out, like relax. Yeah, and yeah. I, then I got calm, and yeah. I was like, okay. And then Chris told me after the fact that when she went there for her um, bachelorette party, she went to yeah. um, his job where yeah. he performs, and she asked him, and they planned to surprise me. So I barely get surprised. And remember when like they were supposed to pick up the outfit and all this stuff? And you were like, I just don't understand. It's because, and I, and like I'm talking to you, and I have no idea this backstory. 
And then it was like, well, this is why this didn't work out. I'm like, oh, well, Yemi is pissed. No, but after that, like, I, you know, a lot, you see a lot of um, people have celebrities yeah. sing at their wedding. Mm. That's how I felt when he sang. Yeah. Right? And I was like, oh, man, like, it's like I, got so, yeah, I, I got somebody, like, you know, so I, I you know, I, I will forever be indebted to him for yeah. agreeing to do that because he could have said, you know, I'm tired. I just want to be a guest. I just want to relax. Yeah. So, um, you know, check out Roy G Music on YouTube and yes. all the platforms. Yes. But, you know, that that that, that was a good surprise. Are <laughs> <laughs> you messing up his song? Nobody's gonna listen to that. <laughs> it's a good song, Melon. Yes. Yeah, yeah. It was a great time. Um, once my foot stopped shaking and started stopped sweating. I think it was a great time. I, I I definitely believe everyone that tells me it was a great time, but uh, people keep people kept coming up to me. You did an amazing job, and I'm like, well, thank you so much. <laughs> I was nervous as fuck. <laughs> thank you so so much. Um, and I looked at you sent the pictures the yes. other day, and I was like, look at me looking like I know what I'm doing. You, I I think you did very well. You had it prepared. Like I show my shorty. You should. Oh, you got a short. Time out, you got a shorty. Time out, time out. See how the brother be finding out stuff late? You, you, you thought you was just gonna just like breeze past yeah, that real we just quick? Gonna breeze past oh, all right, all right, all right, all right. I'll, I'm gonna let that rock. He was like, How you appreciate it? And I'm like, Well, you know, because I'm a minister. <laughs> he like looked at me like, Bitch, not you. <laughs> As you say, and bitch. I, right, right. Literally, like, ow. And I'm like, Look. Man, I did a wedding last year. Who I was last year is maybe not who I am this year. Don't judge me by the things you know about me. That's true. That's this is the true. first time I, saw, I said that about on this podcast. That what? That you got a shorty? Yeah, that I got a shorty. Wow. So you want to talk about that real quick? Nah, we're not going to get into this. This is not what this episode is. <laughs> what you mean? You got a shorty. You have your first male guest. I think it's synonymous. I think it's just the right energy. Uh, I don't How, know. You know, like... Do you want me to sw- want to switch interview roles here? No, like, this is my podcast, oh, not right, yours. Right, right, right. You're right, you're right, you're um, right. But no, like I'm talking to somebody. Okay, how is that going? Are, are you happy? I'm happy. Are you smiling more than you're frowning? I am smiling more than <laughs> I <I'm frowning. laughs> I like to look at it like I like him and I think he likes me. That's a good thing. And I feel 12 years old because I'm wow. like, what does that even mean? That's but- Do you even remember yourself at 12? A fucking hot mess. I remember you at 12. I'm not going to get into that business. but I remember- <laughs> look, I w- look, I had a whole conversation with my therapist. And I was like, I, I the things that happened to me in like middle school, like right. not even middle school, like the fifth through the, the eighth grade were really difficult for me. And... I was very boy crazy, and all the boys that I liked did not like me. Their and mistakes. It, you know, because I'm fucking popping. And um, they did this whole, like, rating of girls thing. Ooh. Did they do that in your school? They probably did. I wasn't privy to that. I was, <gasps> I was busy struggling with my book bag that had many books that I never read in it, <laughs> being a little nerd with glasses. And I do a whole episode, maybe, I don't know, about this. But I talked up, I posted on Instagram, like, the shit you go through. Miss- Look, I didn't realize the things that boys had said to me when I was like 10 and 11 and 12 had impacted me. Like, I'm going to be 36 next month. Oh, 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 oh. I'm going to be 36 next month. 
And that makes me feel very old because that's nah. real close to 40. You know, 40 is definitely there, but we've been taking naps for a while now, so I think we prepared for that. Yeah, you know? somebody today told me that I don't look like I'm in my 30s. You don't? And I look old. And I said, well, thank you, very nice white lady. Oh, <laughs> 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 uh, but, but, like, um, the, like, boys would rate me, like, an F in looks and a Ooh. B in personality. Okay. All right. And so I was telling my therapist, I'm like, that shit really fucked me up because now I'm like, do you really even like me? And like, she's like, well, why wouldn't they? Why wouldn't somebody like you? And I'm right. like, because I'm an effing looks. And she's looking at me like, bitch, you're fucking crazy. <laughs> and like, we've had to process all of this. And like, I know that like, I'm not an effing looks. Yeah. I think I'm a pretty girl. I think I'm a beautiful I, woman. I think you are. I, I believe you so are. Much. I Thank believe you, you are. Uh, but do you, do you now think that no, as we've all grown and matured and got a little bit more wisdom, do you think now that the B or the personality is what carries more? Yo, my B, my B is definitely. I think I got a huge personality. I think it's my, like an A now. It's like I think an A my plus, shit is right? Definitely a fucking A plus personality. <laughs> but I also think my looks are not a fucking F. That it's, shit. Is def- but but those are kids though. It's definitely not an Fuck F. Fuck them kids. Well, they probably like we. I mean, where are they right now? Right? They, they're know. not popping like you are. They don't have their own podcast. Right. They don't have their own business. They're not out here saving souls. Tough. Tough. You know, they, they might need to call you right Tough. now. And you might tell like, mm, like you need therapy. Your whole life is an F right now. Because you <laughs> told me I was ugly. But like, niggas would be like, you're ugly. I'm like, whoa, that's a real strong word. But we're not going to... That's just not what this episode is about. So we're not going to get into that. But like... <laughs> It does feel nice, regardless of who likes me or doesn't like me. It feels right. nice to like like myself. Yes. Because I think that was a long journey, and it took me many years to get to that place of, like, I feel comfortable with myself and, like, in all layers of joy. Because, like, joy has been and looked different right. throughout the years, so, like... I feel good with who I am now, and that's important to me. I, I think, to relate on that a little bit, I did not start to feel like that until maybe I got to, maybe I was like maybe 22, 23. Shit, I was 28. I thought I was late. But <laughs> but you have to get there, right? Yeah. So You got to get there. Once you get there, it's different. Once you get there, it's a, listen, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm can't tell me nothing. My mama used to tell me, you should date Yemi. And I was like, no, Yemi's my brother. And she was like, Yemi is cute. You just don't see it yet. And I'm like, all right, nigga. Nah, I, you know, I, I, Chris and I were looking at old pictures of me. She was like, is this you? And I'm like, yeah, it's me. Yeah, you know, in the 90s, we had baggy pants and my hat on backwards. It, it was. It I got was, some pictures. I should find <laughs> no, no. them for this episode. Please don't. No, do not put that picture of the Easter outfit. <laughs> you know what is funny? I archived that on my page because I was like, I don't. You know, I don't want somebody to find this and be like, look at Yemi. But you know what? I, I look, is, at, I look at that picture and I laugh now, and I appreciate everything I've gone through. Yeah. Um, and especially you know. Being an immigrant when I first got here yeah. and, you know, the accent and then the ignorant kids saying, um, first of all, they, they used to call me Haitian. 
And I was Why? like, 10, I was 10, 11 years old. I was like, I'm not, I used to think they meant Asian. So I really thought Americans were stupid. Like, extra stupid. And I'm wait, like, wait, let's go back. There's people who are listening who don't know you. Where did you immigrate from? I'm Nigerian. You're okay, you're Nigerian. Yeah. I know that. Oh, uh, yeah. I, uh, I think it's migrate or immigrate. I don't know. I but was, um, no. I was born in, um, for the first 10 years, of my, first decade of my life, yeah. I grew up in Nigeria. Yeah. Um, I am 150% Nigerian. Okay, uh, 150%. <laughs> I am now also, um, I'm definitely a citizen. I've been a citizen of America for probably more than just 10 to case. 12 years. Just in case Somebody's. people try to act funny. You know what I'm saying? Um, and I'm proud to be an American. I, I believe in the, the ideology of what America stands for, yeah. the freedom and the opportunities. Yeah. Uh, but I'm not the fucking... Uh, nah, not all the, the, the discrimination of black people. No, yeah. not the nonsense that the, that's going on, that's been going on, that we're seeing yeah. now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I came here like when I was 10 years old, so it's been over 20 years now, give or take. Um, everyone that said my app, yeah, it's been that yeah, long. Nigga, like, the fuck not take. <laughs> you older than 30. <laughs> Yo, chill. Why you got football? No, nigga, because I just said I'm about to be 36 in a month. <laughs> Your birthday is, is coming up. Two weeks away, baby. Two weeks. Yeah. Two weeks away. We can talk about that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, okay. Uh, um, but I think there, there was a lot of struggle just going through that initially, right? Yeah. Um, I was darker than everybody that yeah. it was, was, you know, in my class, junior high school, all that stuff. On Wednesday, I'm having a conversation about colorism. Oh, man. I don't know if I want for to... Women. Part- for, oh, for women. Oh, for women. For women. You know, but, like, cool. I, I do think that there is a conversation that men probably don't have because... There's a lot of conversation that men don't have. There's all of the conversation that men don't have. But I'm having a conversation with women, but I, I am curious to know how being a darker skin man so 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 let um when i started off maybe the whole you know having all the girls on you and your body was not a thing right yeah because at the same time it was like african booty scratches that's what african-americans were saying about us you we're know they still say now. it? What they say now, but everybody is want to do the guara. Everyone want to see Afrobeats. We're, we're in. We're, we're popping now, but we've always being been African popping. is popping now, uh, and not that it hasn't been. I agree, but um, when I worked at the elementary school, there was a kid who was like, "I don't like any of my classmates. They call me African Buddhist person." I'm like, "That shit is still a fucking thing." Yeah, nigga, like I am thirty something. Not not thirty something years old. I'm 20-something yes. years older than you. And that's all. And yeah. African booty scratching was a thing when I was a kid. This is a thing and you're in the fourth grade? But, but think of, I think it's been a thing for a long time. Yeah. So, you know, that 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 was... That. Africans and Haitians had it real rough in the 90s. We did. We did. So that's why it made sense that they kept yeah. calling me Haitian because they looked at us the same. Yeah. And we are the same because we all came from this, you know, the same continent right. and we're closest to each other. But all that, all it pertained back to was the colorism because we were darker than everyone yeah, else, yeah. right? But what, what they kept forgetting is, and I'm going to say this, we were also smarter. And I would, mm. I would, I would put Africans collectively okay. against anybody else. Okay. And it might be like it's an egotistical... No, but we... You know, people say like, you know, what kings... We've always believed we were kings, right? Yeah, so, y'all were grow y'all were raised knowing that you were kings and queens. 
Yes, we 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 were raised. We're in America. We were raised. We were raised knowing that we were not inferior. Hmm. Right. So, and I did not realize. It's a I I would. Well, it's it's a blessing. It's a blessing. It's a blessing for us because, and I'm talking about Africans, right? Right. Because for us, it was. You could walk into, and I did not realize that until Christina actually put me onto that. She mm. was like, "But Yemi, because we worked a little bit together." But, but, but she goes, "But Yemi, there's something different about you." And I'm, "What are you talking about?" She's like, "You walk in a room, and you don't see color." And I was like, "Okay, where's this going?" She's like, "You see everybody that I'm gonna kick their ass." Mm. And I paused, and I was like, "That's really what I see." Yeah. I walk in, I see competition, and I see. How do I beat everybody in this room? Interesting. But knowing that colorism exists, because growing up, that that always impacted me. I was always treated differently. I was always left off certain things, looked at a different way. Like, it was a lot of people probably wanted to be friends with me because they thought I was smart. Yeah. Not really. I went to, you know, whatever. Whatever they thought. Like, that's what it was. But I always believed, and the way my parents raised me is... You have to be better, and you have to work outwork the next person. Interesting. Where my parents raised me as an American is you just have to let white people know you're not dumb. Oh, no. Or lazy yeah. or dirty. Like, when I went to college, I remember the message was like, you got to make sure you clean so white people don't think you're dirty. I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. Now, mind you, the white people I lived with, had shit all over the fucking room. So if 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 didn't you, clean the bathroom, it, like all it, kinds of. But if you grew up in New York City and yeah. you get on the subway, who's sitting on the floor in the subway? And we know New York City has infestation of rats. Yeah. But they sit on the floor and you're like, whoa, what? Yeah. Mind boggling. But so it was until Chris said that, and that was like recent, like that was like two years ago, a year yeah. and a half, two years ago, that I started to think that wow, that's always mentally how I operated. It was like. You walk in a room and you're gonna outwork and you're gonna out succeed and if it's not an opportunity for you then you're gonna go somewhere else that's yeah. gonna like show your value. Yeah. Right? But I, I feel like but not every but that's just personally how I grew up, right? Like um I watched um Yvonne Orgy's um The Lady from Insecure uh-huh. And uh uh-huh, stand up, and it's very. Oh, oh me? Oh, it, that's that's that very. That shit is hilarious to me. That, it, I didn't realize she was that funny. I, I didn't think she was gonna be funny either, but Same. she was. But I like the fact that she brought it home first, right? Yeah. To our Igbo roots and Nigerian roots, and she hit it home because that's how really that that's how how our parents yeah. raised us. And it's like, who's your friend? Like I would come over like, oh, this is my friend, blah 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 blah. When I got here. Oh, what does he? What does he do? What does his parent? What 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 do their parents do? And you know what kind of background um, were they raised in? What kind of grades is it getting? Mm. Because and it goes to the whole um, the old um, saying, which is you know you are birds of the same feather flock yeah, together. Yeah, 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 yeah. You are the friends that you keep. So I all my friends since then it's been well. What are we getting for this friendship? Mm-hmm. It's real cool on Instagram now. That's like. Quantity over quality. Your circles all... But that's how I grew up. It was like, your friends define who you are. People see your friends before they see you. Interesting. They do. You know, I got my my large five friends. Yeah? And those are the people who I would like the people to see. If if, if you're looking at it like that, like, these are the people you need to look at because these are the people who... 
impact, joy. Right. Mm-hmm. And those are the people that push you to progress. Absolutely. And I feel like everyone that I, I, I'm around, surround myself with, I hang out with, th- there's a different avenue. Different, like, they all have different professions. They all yeah. have different career goals. You relationship have a good goals. group of friends, too. I feel like I have a, uh, some knuckleheads. <laughs> no, but I, I think, I, I personally think all my friends are cool. I think yeah. everyone that's my I friend, love your friends. they're dope. Right, but, but they all love you. Because that's how, it, like, hey, Joy, this is yeah. X, this is Y. Like, we're all friends. We're all dope. Yeah. We all have different things that we're bringing to collective. You know, anytime I walk into a room, people like, Joy's here. I'm like, hey. That's that A plus personality <laughs> kicking in. Look, when niggas said I just had a B, I had a fucking A plus. <laughs> Shit. You're like a magnet. No, I've been trying and shit. But sometimes I get really nervous, but that's another story. So, um, one of the things that has been on my mind, and I feel like has been on my mind for a while, and I feel like we, like, checked in when, like, Black Panther came out. And I was like, oh. hey, as someone from Africa, is this problematic that people like this movie? And we had that conversation, and now I feel like we're in this whole, like, Black Lives Matter, and there's protests, and there's police brutality, and like, as a person who is, who's lived in America for a while, but not born in America. Right. How does that impact you? I think it impacts me, um, probably almost, if not damn near all the way it impacts anybody else that was born here. Because they don't see... Oh, he's African. So let's right. let's say, no, it does no. Right. I could be in a car with the rest of my black friends, and what they see is the color of my skin. Yeah. So the same fear, the same worries I have, like the 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 same um, systematic oppression that's been going on. Yeah, I understand it, and that's the that's the change I'm with. Yeah, right. Yeah. So there is no, you know, and I saw the meme or uh, because I mean. I get half my stories and jokes from memes online. Like, that's the only reason I like social media. Yeah. Is this is not the time for Africans to be like, oh, yeah, not us. And get back at them for calling us African Buddhist scratches. Mm-hmm. And I believe that. That's not, that, this is not the time for that. Nah. No, because they look at us just the same. And we might be treated worse because we're darker. So mm. we all need to be on the same page because it impacts us just like it impacts um, the brothers from the south, the sisters from the south, yeah. and everyone else across the nation that yeah. that that's a um that's black, right? Like yeah. I'm purposely, I don't like using the word POC anymore. It's like black. Say it, say it, black. It's okay. Like it's black. Black. Like, <laughs> you know I'm black. Like when people be like, well, what are you? What do you identify as? I'm like, I am black. I've been saying I'm black for years, and people are like African American. I'm like, I think I'm regular black. And I and for me, regular black is like my family, as far as we can trace it. Yes, is from America, and like there were times in school and history books that I was like, "That's my mom's maiden name. That's wow. the town that my family is 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 from." Wow, this is probably my family's slave owner. Like that shit, and like you know, folks like we don't know where we come from. Well, sometimes when you fucking read that shit in a fucking history book, yeah. it doesn't necessarily make that shit feel better because it's like, oh, this nigga is famous, famous? Yeah. He, he's in the book. Right. They and, wrote about and, him. And they wrote about him and like, 
That's he, my. He's immortal now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's, I'm sure there's some statues somewhere with him. Right. This is my family's last name. This is the town that my family is from. I am able to trace my family slave owner right. to history books, which means the shit that he probably did is worse than what is written here. So let me ask you a question that, like, I, I personally don't, I'm not sure that because of where, you know, that I migrated here, that I can necessarily trace it back to um, American slavery, right? Yeah. If, if I ever did that genealogy test. Yeah. So let's say... Um, your last, as you mentioned, your last name, you were able to trace it back. Yeah. Would it be okay with you? Not you my fi- personal last name, just in case you're trying to Google me. <laughs> your mother's maiden name, right? Right. So if they, if you trace that it back, nobody knows. Goddamn. Yeah, that would be crazy. That's uh, wild. But if they trace it back and you find out that it was a slave owner, would it be more palatable to you if um, they accepted you, like right, as family, like the white side of it? If, no. if they've all, no, but if they've always shown you love as family, because you said I'm changing my family step, but yeah. they're technically also family. So if there was a, mm. a true family there, do you think it would have been okay? Like, okay, that's my family roots. Yes. What? Ooh, that's heavy. Um, I don't know because the the history is based in slavery. Mm. Like, if a fucking great aunt cousin whatever was like hey somehow I found you and I know that we're related and I'm a white person and I want to connect with you would I connect she had to come to New York though oh 100% <laughs> and we going to the fucking hood of some hood spots me up in the- you, I'm not going to where the fuck you live um, but would I accept that? I don't know. I, I, part of me says no. Okay. And I think that's because of how I was raised. So I was raised in a very, like, I mean, my dad did not like anybody that wasn't black American, to be very honest. So. Do, do you think that it's fair now? If you're able to trace that back, and probably there's a percentage, I don't know what the. Um, the data shows yeah. that it's tied back to sleeping. There's a very strong chance. I just believe that. I don't know yeah. for a fact. Um, do you think it's okay to now say, you know what? If I still have that name, I'm going to change it. I'm going to come up with a whole new name that's going to define my lineage going forward. I don't... I don't think... I think I am far too removed to do that. And maybe I'm not... Um, but, but like, there's, there's like the pain in knowing like, oh shit, this person in the textbook is my family slave owner, but there's also power in like, look at where we've come because like, this is my mom's side of the family. So when I think of my, and I'm, and I'm just talking like my cousin, my first cousins. And then when I talk about my like aunts and my aunt and my uncles, like, there's been so much power in that history. And then that also kind of feel fucked up because it's like, oh, well, we were enslaved and now look at what we're doing great things as black people. And it's that feels up. like, it's so fucked yeah. up. Oh, my yeah. God. And it just almost feels like, can we just have a fucking fair chance from the beginning? And, like, that's just not the setup that and, we have. And that's, I think that's true. I feel like we go into the world being optimistic. Like, you look at babies, I have a lot of nieces and nephews. Yeah. And 
you know, you look at them and all they want is a fair chance in the world. That's it. And I think, you know, that's all everyone is asking. But at at the same time, I also believe, and, and my sister taught me this, my elder sister, she said, we know for a fact there is no fair chance. Mm. And we know that every system is set up for certain people to win. Yeah. So now that you have that knowledge, you have to look for those same opportunities because that, you, like, and, and I'm paraphrasing here, but then to me, what I took from that is, you almost have to play the game mm-hmm. on the field that's there, right? Mm-hmm. Because we can't, you can't play softball when they're playing baseball. Absolutely. It's the same, it's similar sport. We use a lot of the same tools, yeah. but it's not the same game. I mean, I have... They don't family, pitch the same way. Not at all. I mean, I have family members that sometimes their take on Black Lives Matter or racism or oppression or discrimination, whatever it is, pisses me off because it feels too passive. Mm. And, like, and, and like, shit, somebody might look at me and be like, bitch, you too passive. Because I'm not necessarily out here, like, marching down the street, protesting, like, punching white folks in the face. Now. Whoa. (laughs) You just scared me. (laughs) No, no, I don't don't fight white people. All right. (laughs) I will accept the fucking... uh, Reparations? White people have been sending me money. Uh, uh, And and look, shit. How many people are taking that shit? Now, some of the but, other things white people are doing you, is annoying the shit but, out of me. But do you think them sending you money is dumb? It's white guilt. It, okay. Do you think they're sh- trying to shut you up? No. I don't. I, I mean, I don't think me personally. I don't think. And, like, if I'm being hard on myself, I don't think I say enough. Like, mm. I think that I could say much more. But I also feel like it's hard when you are and this probably sounds like some pussy ass shit really <laughs> but like when you're like an entrepreneur it's like ooh do I like burn this whole bridge of like potential partners uh, funding customers or clients or whatever and then the other part of me is like fuck that shit and, but it's, it's this hard balance of like yeah. I'm just starting my business out, right. really, and like, I have I have a white client, right? And if my white client is like, my therapist is a fucking bigot. I don't know because it's not racist, right? Like, what the fuck is it? Like, right. My therapist hates white people. Right. I can't go to her. Right. I am missing out on a significant amount of money every month. Right. So, so one thing. And I don't, and I don't hate all white people. I hate dumbass white people. Yes. And I'm keeping it fucking fuck, funky with you. And if you are a white person who's like, I'm going to send Joy money, then I'm going to accept that shit. What's the cash app? Look, my cash app is Joy <laughs> My Venmo is Joy dash SW. Because, like, the fuck? No, I, but I, I think What's it's... yours? Chill, 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 chill. I'm not. not I'm good. Donate it. <laughs> No, but on a serious note, I I think it goes back to the um I missed the box with the fireworks. Um I think the old saying of not every dollar is a good dollar, right? 
I mean, yes. I, I, I think for, and a lot of other black entrepreneurs and business owners also struggle with that same challenge because one, you necessarily, from what, like, I'm not necessarily, I don't have my own business or any of that sort. I'm just going by what I've heard, what I've read, and all, all that kind of stuff is I don't get enough support in my own community. So I need to expand to make sure that, you know, I eat. Yeah. Um, but I, I think that's a decision that you have to make internally. And mm. only you can make that decision as to what's best for you, yeah. your life. and Because every, for every action, there's a reaction. equal or greater reaction. So yeah. I, I think you just have to be comfortable in that, right? I'm totally fine with accepting white guilt money. Mm. I ain't even going to hold you. When that shit pop up in my account, I'd be like, "Y'all niggas feel real so, bad." So wait, so so it it must be it just be popping up. Like no, I, 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 I gotta wait want, every two weeks for any kind of dollar to show up in my account. Hold you, white people. <laughs> Shout out to y'all that feel bad about the shit that your people did to my people. Right. And that y'all want to say money. I mean, like I low key think it's like stop, please stop, but also like don't stop. I don't. And, I, and, and it's like there's like this uncomfortable like please stop with your fucking white guilt. What, what, but what? also, like, if you want, like, it's weird because, like, I have a friend who somebody dropped off cookies to the front of her house. So, was, so, to, and, and then I have a cousin who somebody dropped off like a rose to her house, and that that shit is weird to me. Like, don't fucking leave you, shit at my house. You feel like they're pacifying you? It's. I think all of it, a lot of the shit. I won't say all. A lot of the shit that's going on right now is pacifying. The fucking Black Lives Matters in the street. Um. The fucking fireworks is killing me right now. It's a celebration, um, man. <laughs> the black light matters in the street. Um, anytime someone is like, we're gonna, I don't know, anything that's not fucking justice. Right. Anything that's not arresting folks, holding folks accountable for the killings and the murders yes. that they've done is pacifying. Yes. It's like, you know as a woman. It's what boyfriends do when they Whoa. fucked up. <laughs> oh, hold up. Where are we going here? Hold up, hold up. Go ahead. I might have to defend the, the boyfriend. Yeah, I mean, well, like, defend boyfriends. But, like, you know, I've had some boyfriends that have done some fucked up shit, and they're like, well, I'm gonna do X, Y, and Z to make it better. No, no, no. Do not fucking give me a thing to make up for the thing. Just fucking rectify the thing. So, Stop so, killing me. Stop killing my people. Stop um, treating us unjustly mm-hmm. and being like, oh, I did. we did bad things to black people. I'm going to send you $100. Nobody sent me $100 yet. But. Oh, so they ain't up the price yet. No, 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 no. They can send me like twenty twenty five. You know, I ain't even going to hold you. Like, it ain't like a bunch of money. But, you know, $20 every week is, hey. Hey, listen, you can eat. You can eat for the week. Shit. I'd be like, oh, I could order out today. I ain't got to cook. But um, it, it, it feels very pacifying mm. and not very much like a thing is going to change. Like, I, I think that there's this, like, heightened emphasis on black lives and black people. But when we get to go back outside, for real. Yeah. And nobody's worried about COVID and nobody's worried about numbers and right. and being on a fucking respirator or breathing tube or whatever it is. Then what happens? I, I But I think at that point is where we have to, as a collective, just make sure the message 
keeps being hit. So, How? So, so, so That's perfect, a great question. Perfect, How? perfect example. When the, the movement shifted, right? Because the movement has always been happening from you know what I've seen. Yeah. When it shifted to the gear that's in today, I'm seeing people now willing to have those tough conversations in meetings mm-hmm. of, wait, what you just said is not right. Yeah. And I'm telling you right now, that was not right. I thought that was insensitive. This is the reason why I think that's insensitive. And people have no choice but to now listen to it because it's yeah. not just the, I'm saying it in company XYZ. No, no, everyone is saying it. So I think if we continue, like I see things that, oh, when I go to work, I have to code switch. Mm. Let, let's, let's, let's talk about that. Let's talk about that for a second, right? Let's talk about code so, switching. Right. So I don't think personally I've ever had to code switch. Okay. But I did have to at one point because... Um, previous place where I worked before what I'm doing now, a couple of my friends were like, oh, yeah, me, you're certain, like, because one of my friends, um, Duran put me on in the job, right? He got me to uh, introduce Shout me. out to Duran. Facts. So he, he got, he put me on, I got into the company, uh, working with him, and then I brought in some other people that we know collectively. Right. So then they advised me, they was like, you know, yeah, I mean, you go into work, you do certain things. I go in in a t-shirt, jeans. I'm in tech. Yeah. Jeans and phone positive. Kind of what you got on right now. Yes, kind of exactly what I got on right now. Yeah. So it's like, you know, yeah, I mean, you're a certain level, you're a certain status. I don't think you should wear those sneakers anymore. You shouldn't wear phone posits anymore. And I was like, why? This is the motherfucking phone posit king. Right. I was like, why? Why can't I wear my phone? Like that's that's the yeah. ball. That's my kicks. I, they're comfortable Perfect. to me. Huh. But it was like, nah, you know, you probably want to, you know, you get a little older, you probably want to put some, you know, tennis shoes on, some mm. other sneakers, some chuckers and all. And I'm like that. But I switched that. Yeah. It was until when this movement started now, I look back to that position. I'm like, why did I switch that? Mm. I switched to make my friends that are black with me comfortable in the environment that we're in. Because to them... To make the black friends comfortable with white people. Correct. Because to them, it was like, yo, you got one of us that's quote-unquote doing good. Let's, you know... Ain't no quote-unquote, nigga, you was out here. <laughs> what the fuck? Yo, 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 fucking humble chill, ass. Don't, don't say what. Don't say was, though. It is. Arm, right. arm. There you go. You are but, doing the damn thing. But it's it's like, um, why did I did, do that switch? And it was to make them feel comfortable. Like it's one of us that's in a sort of leadership role in this yeah. big company, and I we want them to see us a certain way, yeah. and he represents us. So that's why I switched it. But now that I look back, I would have changed the thing because I didn't get promoted because I had a particular sneakers on. I had those sneakers on when I... All the way till I got to the level I was at. Yeah. Right? And all I did was walk in a room and look at everyone that I'm going to beat them. Mm. I can say that now because Chris is the one that put me up to that. That's what I was doing. Yeah. So, but you can't... I can't, You can't get me to do that today. Why? I walk in a room and everybody I feel like I could beat them. So I'm not going to oh, switch okay. what I'm doing. I'm not like you already are coming in as you, and you don't I'm, have I'm, to put I'm, on. I'm, I don't want to put on. Yeah. Right. It's funny because I feel like as years have gone on, I've become less cold switchy. Right. <laughs> like I. Now, 
we're not talking about code switch like, oh, don't say yes, bitch. No, that's not. No, that's I not code yes, switch. Bitch, wherever I go. Oh wow. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell the fucking uh, white supervisor, no, yes, bitch. No, no, I'm not. I'm um, not. I'm not using profanity. No, like, no. Like, <laughs> the work environment. Like, I feel like when I when I graduated grad school and got my first post grad job, at first I was super like stuffy and like I have to be super professional yes. and da 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 da. And after a while, that shit faded because I just wanted to be me. Right. And I wanted to be comfortable and like. I knew that my clients were comfortable with who I was. Mm-hmm. I mean, I would have clients that would be like, I'd go to their house because I had home visits. And they would be like, this is my bitch, Miss Joy. Don't say that. Or Miss Britt. I'd be like, don't say that. I'm not your bitch. But like, with them, I didn't have to put on. And then when I came back to the office, I felt like I didn't have to put on. Mm-hmm. Like, And then it didn't help or hurt. I don't know, whichever you look at it. The program director was a black man, and yeah. me and him would talk about fucking chicken and waffles around the city, and so and like, but but I didn't have to put on because he folks, understood you exactly. But but that's the important. now if he wasn't there, it's a different conversation. I, I because might not when have you when you say chicken and waffles, they don't understand that's the culture. Exactly, I might not have been as comfortable because my. Boss's boss's boss was a black man, but, and he and I, I could go in his office and be like, "What up, Paul?" And we would talk cash shit about whatever. But if he wasn't there, would I have been able to? My boss and I had a good relationship. My boss's boss, would I have been able to be as free with? Maybe not, because but, I did feel like I needed to put on for her. But I think that's why representation matters, because one. Thousand percent. Because when you have someone that understands you, looks like you, yeah, um, being have the same culture, right? They don't necessarily have to like the same music or the food, but just have that general understanding. Right. You could have certain conversation, especially in a professional environment, right? It's all about relationship building, mm-hmm. right? So if you could connect with someone, you could get the best out of that person yeah. because you connect on a deeper level than just here's your Excel spreadsheet, here's your exactly. um, X's and O's of what you need to do. There is that there's that connection, yeah. right? Like, oh, you just had a baby. Oh my God, Sophia, you had a baby. It's it's great. You put um, what did it rub on the baby's gums? The whiskey. I mean, maybe that. Maybe I, I, a fucking child abuse. No, 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 but no. That, but but you will understand that. Or or you got a cool. You got a sorry, not a cool. You got a cold. Put some. Um, you rub Vicks in your chest this morning. You yeah, smell like yeah. man Vicks. You get that. Yeah. You understand where that's coming from because your parents yeah. all raised you similar. So we we both are in fields where I think representation is huge, but it, we're not always as represented. Correct. As a as a social worker, as a therapist. Therapy is a very white woman-based field. Oh, creepy white men. Or creepy white men. Yeah, yes. when I was looking for... Yeah, anyways. <laughs> <laughs> Remember when I texted you? <laughs> yeah, I mean, and like, even like there's... It's like white women, maybe black. I don't even know. I don't know if black women come before white men. But like, black men are pretty much on the bottom of the totem pole of therapists. And when I think of, like, the black men I know, I mean, 
shit, when I think of the black, when I think of the fucking, when I think of my friends. Yes. Not even just like folks that I randomly know. When I think of my friends, first of all, I think everybody is a therapist at some point in time. But when I think of my friends and even my closest friends, I'm like, ooh, what would be a best therapist for you? Because I'm, this is what I do in my free time. Right. And I'm like, damn, there's not, I think about like you, there's yeah. not a therapist that I know. And maybe that's not 100% true. But I'm like, like, black men need a black therapist. A black male therapist. Because a black woman therapist, I don't think is going to give you the same thing that you need from a black man. And maybe, mm. and, it, and I think maybe it depends it on depend, the situation. Yeah. It depends on the situation, obviously. Because, like, for some people who are people of color, a white therapist might work perfectly fine for them and they might be totally happy. And it and it's not necessarily your therapist does not have to look like you, right? But I think about like some folks, and I'm like, damn, if there was like a black therapist for you, mm-hmm. you might be in a different space in life. Mm-hmm. But but like the, the the numbers are not so high what, enough. What what does it take, right? So my limited knowledge is about like I know when you started off. You were a social worker and stuff like that. What does it take for a black man to become a therapist, to to actually have sessions? Like, what is the credentials that's put in front of them that they need? So, it really depends on the state that they live in. Okay. Um, In New York, so you can... So, I guess it can go two ways, because I'm thinking about this therapist that I do know. Um, In New York, there are two levels of licensure so there's a you get your msw your master's of social work your your graduate degree then there's a lmsw exam okay which is your license of masters a licensed master social worker those are the only things you got right you're popping um yes so i got my lmsw in 2006 no i lied 2000 when I graduated. Um, I graduated undergrad in 2006. I don't know why. I keep on thinking that that was the same time. Um, So, with that, there are certain things you can do. You can't have your own practice with an LMSW in New York City. In New, in New York. I won't say city. In New York, you can't have your own practice, but you can practice under somebody. Okay. So, like, I could have an intern if I really want to. And people have asked me to be my intern, and I just don't really know how that works. So, I'm like, yeah, that feels like a lot of work. Your your business is not there. No. Although, like, it would be nice to fucking give cases to other people. I just don't know how I would manage that because I would need to do supervision, and then I would need to know what's going on with your cases because you're working under my license. Got it. Understood. And yep. if some shit happens, it's your license. That's, that's my license, name. my my insurance, Correct. my name, yep. my business, you know, all of that. That's in um, play. And so then there's the LCSW, which is a licensed clinical social worker, which is where you can have your own practice okay. and your own business and stuff. Um, which is, other than the LCS. WR, which I feel like only older social workers have, which is a reimbursement okay. piece of it. But you can get reimbursed even if you don't have the R. So I don't even know if it's relevant anymore. Um, 
But that again, that's in New York. Because the social work board has not decided to make shit across the board across states. Okay. So like some folks It's like it's not like it's not a national board. No. Okay. And it should be. I mean like there is a national board, but there's different rules per state, which is stupid. Because there are folks with a who graduate and get a LCSW, which is what I had to have three thousand hours of like work and right. supervision and stuff for to get that folks get right out of grad school. Okay. Which doesn't necessarily It doesn't equate to each other. No. Yeah, it doesn't. Okay. Um so yeah. But like shit, if I have a son I'm gonna be like, you're gonna be a social worker. Just, he don't have no option. So you're gonna raise a black therapist? Yeah, I'm gonna have a daughter. Whatever my child is, they just need to be a therapist because, like, why wouldn't you be? Because we need you. They might hate me because we're gonna make them do this. So now their therapy session is gonna be a lot longer in their life. They're, they're, look, look, look! I already got it fucking planned out. Let me have a baby. Look, look. Let me just put this out here. If you to to the boo that we have a baby. Tough. Yeah. <laughs> Look, if I get pregnant, I am too old to not have a baby. I'm just say that. So if I get pregnant, we're, I'm having we're raising a baby. baby. We raising a baby. We're it's a business. Look, village. hey village, we pregnant, and that's gonna be the fucking text message that goes up. And so, I worked at a daycare at one point, so we having circle time. We reading stories and we singing songs. Uh huh. And in my mind, my baby just gonna sit down and listen to the songs and the stories. And I know that's not real life. But my baby gonna be calm because we're gonna be we're gonna be just be like chilling and we're gonna be zen. And it's gonna be like, it's circle time. Hello, how are you? So your, your baby's gonna be like the Dalai Lama? The fucking yep. <laughs> and we're gonna sing songs and we're gonna read books and we're gonna do like fucking fine motor skills. Shout out to Danera who have Baby Marley out here <laughs> counting fucking goldfish and cheering. Yo, when Marley fucking cheering, I love Marley. But like, my baby's gonna get mad excited, like, one, yes! And I'm like, yes, baby, come on, one. And so we're gonna do all of those things. And then I'm gonna be like, baby, what do you wanna be when you grow up? I don't know. A social worker. Mm. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> because. There's no option. You're not gonna be a doctor, no lawyer, I, I, there, there's and a def- police officer. I, You're gonna be a social worker. I, I think Gen Z or whatever generation comes after that is gonna be uh, a fucking. They're gonna fucking decide their own. Shit. They from early because they, they the biggest thing about Gen Z is they're all entrepreneurs, right? So the, yeah. those are all your YouTube influencers, and like millionaires. Yes, yeah, because fuckers. so at the age of six or. Three, four, five, six. They already have their own business. How are you gonna tell somebody in your three, four, five, six at home making their own business to do something else? No, they already use. Yeah. So you know how we say we did not learn, you know, finance or accounting or like yeah. balancing the checkbook or the practical things that we're struggling with adulthood. Yeah, they're learning that at a younger age yeah. without school. So, they so have that generation is gonna All definitely right. change. The well, world. my baby can be on. YouTube and they could collect a coin. But I still do then, therapy. <laughs> Regardless. Then transition into being a therapist. What the fuck, man? We need some fucking therapists of color. More therapists. Wait, where, where, where do people find? Um, Cause that was one thing when I had texted you three, yeah. four years back. Like, how do you how do can you I find just, a therapy? Okay, can I just say one thing? Sure. 
Hey y'all, I don't know all of the therapists in the world. Please don't ask me where to find a therapist. Like, not not where to find a therapist, but like people be like, hey, you know a therapist that I can see? And I'm like, no, I don't know. Like, so so let me ask I you. I don't know for, all the therapists for, in New York. So for people like me that are those people, right? Where is the best way for us to do our own research to locate somebody? Thank you for asking. Um, through your insurance. If you want to go through your insurance, I would suggest starting there. Go through your insurance company, seeing what mental health professionals they're connected with, mm-hmm. and then taking the time and Googling all of them. Okay. Googling them or see if they got a psychology today or any other profile, therapy for black girls, or they got their own website. Do they, is like, there a site, therapy for black men? I think there is, actually. Oh, okay. Um, I think there is. Okay. There's also like, like I'm on psychology today. Therapy for black. All right, plug it. All right, all right, all right. Where are you, girl? I'm on psychology today. Therapy for black girls and Zen care. Uh, all of which I pay money for every month. So fucking holler at me. You need them leads. (laughs) Um, and I'm also licensed in New York, New York, New Jersey temporarily. All right, all right. Because of COVID. Okay. And North Carolina. North Carolina and New York. How does that work with virtual um, meeting? You you can't do it with someone in California, those you, although you're based no, in New York. I'm, I'm not licensed in California. You're not licensed over the internet. No, that's not how that works. <laughs> <laughs> although maybe I shouldn't say this on this because there's a case uh, and they asked But I got an international client. Ooh, oh, look at you popping! I should probably read up on the laws because I don't want to like go to jail. But um. We're still in the early stages, so if some shit has to happen, then, you know, whatever, I'll look right. it up. But, um, so I would say, if you're like, I don't want to pay out of pocket, I just want to go strictly through insurance, go through your insurance, look up names. And this might sound a little ignorant, but I would suggest look up ethnic names. If you're like, okay. I want to, if I want a person of color, yes, I'm going to look at these names because they might be a person of color. Got and it. like, my personal therapist's name is Kimberly, which is a... Universal name a little a, bit, so I'm saying it's Right, yes. right, right. Um, and if your insurance company doesn't have a search... But the last name could give you a hint. Yeah, maybe. If the, and if, the, if your insurance company doesn't have a search that like filters it through ethnicity of your therapist, you might just have to look up... Each person. Each person that accepts... Your insurance that has openings that is in an area or is doing virtual right now that you want to see and just kind of like it's really like a fucking it's it's like fucking Tinder. It's like mm. I don't know what Tinder is like. Let's just clarify that. Whoa, 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 (laughs) whoa. That wait, time out. That yeah, okay, was very. Let's unpack. Sorry, I'm sorry. You know what's funny? I really don't know what that looks like. Okay. I purposely, because I've been in for 10 years going, I purposely never was yeah, even curious. Yeah, I don't think Tinder was out 10 years ago. Right, but if it came out during, no idea. Well. And I don't care to. Shout out to you. I just know people swipe left, swipe right, up, right. down. I don't, and you know what is funny? Because I've been on Tinder and I'm like, I never remember. I deleted and deactivated right. Right. time and time again. And I never really remember. But I, know I think swiping right means yes, swiping left means no. 
Whatever it is. I know people that's found love on it. Shout out to them. Yeah, I, I know some people that build their relationships. Somebody hit me like up that. the other day like, oh, so you just not going to answer me no more? So what you out here doing? I'm like, hey. Swiping left. <laughs> <laughs> All I right. deleted the app. And you have my phone number pre-COVID. So, fuck you. Whoa, okay. Sorry. That was really extra. We're talking about finding a therapist. I'm sorry. Okay, bring it back, bring it back, bring it back. Um, So, well, I would say if you're going through your insurance, kind of doing a search of, like, names and location. You're right. And, I mean, in, like, a Google search of a, a name of a person doesn't take very long. You put it in, you're like, nope, not that person. Nope, not that real person. Real quick to the next, yeah. Real, real quick to that person. Um, if, you're, if your insurance search engine helps you break it down by ethnicity, gender, whatever the things that are important to you, use those searches. Um, Psychology Today does help break it down. You can use insurance, gender, race. Psychology Today is the real big popular one, right? Psychology so, Today is the, the popular so, one. So, so... So all the but you could also I, Google like black therapists and white people come up on something. Yes, today, which but, is problematic. That that but that's what happened to me, and it was the same creepy looking guy, <laughs> and he had multiple different pictures, but it was the same dude. And I was like, why are you popping up? Like, yeah, help. This is not it. I yeah. don't like you. Look creepy. I don't want to have a conversation with you, but luckily, did not have to deal with that. Yeah. Um, since you got the boo, I got a question. You know what's funny? Somebody told me like. Every time I put in different search results, your face popped up, and I feel like I just needed to reach out to you. And I was like, "Well, thank you." Well, Jesus is sending you a message, like uh, reach out. Somebody to also told me like I got a friend named Joy and a friend named Brittany, and so it felt like you was the person. Okay, cool. Well, hello. What you about to say? So you feel like everyone, like I've listened to a couple of episodes, and we talk in real life. Um, yo, We're friends in real life. Remember when someone asked us it was your birthday party um, at in Manhattan on uh, the West Side, uh-huh. and they was like, "Are these your friends in real life or Facebook friends?" Oh my god, that was like twenty six. <laughs> that was like twenty six. Oh my god, that was always ten years ago. Shit. But yes. anyway, still like, are these your friends in real life? Or, oh, your anyway. Facebook friends. Yes. And I was like, "Bitch, what are these?" <laughs> but anyways, um, so now that you got your. A boo, and you feel like everyone needs a therapy therapist. Uh-huh. Um, is is that a deal breaker for you? What, um, like a man in therapy? Yes. That's a great question. Um, does he need to be actively in therapy at this moment? No. Does he need to believe in therapy? Uh huh. Yes. Um. Should he have been or is willing to go? Yes. Can you be like a nigga that's like, man, therapy is stupid. No, no, you can't be with me and be like, therapy is stupid. Nigga, that's my fucking... That's your livelihood. And like, too, like, who the fuck told you that that was... Who hurt you? And then I need to unpack that shit. So, if he doesn't believe in it, absolutely, like, that can't, we can't be together. If he believes in it, has been in it, or is willing to go, then then that, that's that a me. that's yeah. an open conversation. I think that's fair. That, that's yeah. fair. Yeah. Yeah. My boo was like, I probably should be in therapy, but he has been. Right. Right. Man did it, but you know. Whoa, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> you might have to talk that after the episode. Oh my god. 
No, I think it's for me. It's important because, um, I was saying earlier, like that. I don't even know. No, I did say it tonight. I, like there's there are things that in my childhood still affect me. Right. And like I, I think we all have that though. Yeah, I think when you don't fucking deal with some shit, it's gonna come back up. You've never deal. You've never dealt with it. You put it to the side, you put it to the side, it will come back up. up. Yeah. And so unless you put some shit to rest, it's still a thing. Right. It's still important whether you're thinking about it today, tomorrow, or six weeks from now, it's still a part of you and it's part of like the thing that makes you you. Right. So. Yeah. You know, I think everybody needs some form of therapy at some point in life. People might disagree, but that's my opinion. But do you believe that it does? Um, it doesn't always have to be the traditional. You speak to a therapy. Do you feel like if someone that journals or writes in a book and has other ways of expressing themselves, that's therapeutic and that's okay? Air quotes. Okay. I think it depends on the person. Hmm. I think that journaling and and like using affirmations and whatever, I think those are helpful tools. What's your favorite affirmation? For me? My favorite affirmation. <laughs> <laughs> like totally switched to um, My favorite affirmation is Um, you got this. Okay. Mine is cheesy. <laughs> What's yours? It's, it's Biggie. <laughs> Black and ugly as ever. However, I stay I true to the I hate you! <laughs> <laughs> You're a jerk. I can't say you. Um, but no, I think like if you're doing the work in other ways, it could be beneficial, but I do think that there is always space and room to bounce some shit off of somebody else. And like, you know, I've, I've had clients that have been like, I, I know where I need to be. I know what I need to do. I need a few sessions. And we've wrapped that shit up in a month and a little bit, you know, right. like a little over a month. And they're like, I'll hit you up if I need some more. But, like, I got what I needed in this time. It doesn't have to... Like, no one is saying you have to be in therapy for the rest of your life. Like, five years, for a year. I think for me, growing up, when I first used to hear about it, um, as a guy, it it was that. Like, oh, my God, if you start now, it's something I gotta do forever. Like, there's something wrong with me. Yeah. Until you find out that, oh, nah, you can just go, like, three weeks, get get a little tune-up. Like your car getting a little oil change. Feel like enough for me, but yeah, I mean, it's not enough money, but I get it. But you know, like like a little oil change, yeah. like four weeks or whatever, and then, you know, if you fill in, you get somebody else to tune you up again. Like, and people have different forms of what they do. Like they call them performance mm-hmm. coaches, they call them all all, ty- all types of other things just to get them yeah. be the best versions of themselves. Yeah. And when I started looking at it that way, is when I was like, oh, this is cool. Yeah. Therapy is cool. Yeah. And, like, I I think the thing that brings me the most joy is, like, 
when clients are like, this isn't what I thought this would be like. Like you're... It's not TV. It's not TV. Not I am not a... You don't like, lay down on the couch all the time. Please don't lay on my couch. <laughs> I gotta fucking preserve them fucking cushions. Nah, you can lay down if you need to. My, like, it's funny because kids lay down on it. Yeah. But, like, adults usually, like, they, they sit very straight. Um, but I think people think they're going to come in and be judged and, like, told what to do. And I just kind of want to hear your story. And then, like, let's make connections. And right. then, like, let's, let's use those connections to create strategies and tools but like who the fuck am I to judge right 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 and like I know that therapists look and sound and come across differently and it's probably somebody that is a little bit more judgment I mean I've had therapists in the past that I didn't feel comfortable talking with so I can only imagine like if somebody else maybe went to them they might have felt the same thing and, and, and there's people who've come to me once and have never come back. And right. so, like, I don't think that I'm, like, the end everybody the has a, Yeah, everybody has a different cup of tea. Right. They might be like, mm, this bitch is a little too fucking lax. You know, right. like, whatever the case may be. Like, I'm not for everybody. And I don't want to be. Right. Dunkin' Donuts, Starbucks, you know. Exactly. <laughs> fucking Wawa, <laughs> I might be, like, the fucking... 7-Eleven of that. <laughs> Shit, I might be the motherfucking... I don't even know what, like, the high brand of coffee is, because I don't... I was drink coffee like that, so I can't... Nigga, do I? I don't like, know it's Folgers in Right, <laughs> exactly. I might be motherfucking... Uh, what you call that place in Brooklyn, the fucking steakhouse? Oh, you fancy. You know steakhouse in Brooklyn? <laughs> Yo, you got a man. You different. You... De- Yo, what did you cut this mic off, you <laughs> <laughs> What's it called? <laughs> Peter Lugas? I might be the Peter Lugas. Oh, I right. might be the fucking Applebee's. Like, Whoa. it depends on, like, what you coming for and what you give me. I had a steak. No, you know what? Never mind. At Applebee's? I, at, never mind. Yo, Applebee's steaks ain't to be fucking fucked with. <laughs> like, shit. But I might be a $5 steak to you. I might be a $500 steak. Hey. You know, like, and it just... Value's different. I think it just depends on, like... I think it depends on what you're coming in ready for mm-hmm. and what you're coming in wanting. Because, like, some folks come and they have no goals. They just, like, I think I just need therapy. And, like, we playing games every week. Right. And then there's folks that, like, I have serious goals and we're working on those goals. I think it, I, I, I am a personal proponent of, like, don't go to therapy if you're not ready. Right. Because you're wasting your time and your money potentially, and you're wasting your therapist's time. Do you? But do you think that it? Going back to when you said, um, I don't know why I need therapy. I just need therapy, but I don't really have any goals or anything to work mm-hmm. on. Do you think that's just them not understanding? But after a couple of sessions, all of a sudden, they open up. And that's possible too. And I do think that like you don't necessarily have to be going through something to need therapy. Right. Because I think like it could just be like like shit you could be like things are going really well in my life and that makes me nervous. I need Imposter syndrome? Imposter syndrome. Um, personally sometimes I'm like I'll be really honest. I've had a great pandemic. 
And that shit makes me nervous. Right. Because folks have... Folks are, are in a real low place. And right. I'm not. Right. And like... And I've been in a low place prior <laughs> to this. And I'm like, I'm doing all right. <laughs> and that shit makes me real fucking nervous. And I'm like, should I not be this happy? And my therapist is like, but why can't you just live in the moment? I'm like, nah, nigga. I can't live in the moment because that shit is scary. And it's funny because I would tell... A client of mine, the same thing. Yeah. Like, just be present. If you're if you're doing good today, just be it's good okay today. Food. Yeah, I, I I think what we always forget, and just going from a um, economic financial standpoint, that it's it's always a balanced scale, right? Like numbers is always balanced yeah. at the end of the day. When you think everyone is doing bad in a crisis, there's someone doing great. There's yeah. someone capitalizing on that. There's someone yeah. thriving. Yeah. Right. So, but so you, if you have that mindset, you want to shift from, oh my God, the world is crashing. Do I want to be crashing with it or the wait? People are winning. How do I get over there? Like, how do I get there and balance myself yeah. out? Um. And I, yeah, you're right. I I I agree with your therapist. I yeah. think if you're having a great pandemic, that's something to be proud of. Yeah. Because every other time prior to, because I know you personally, where you were having a great <laughs> time. <laughs> Everyone else is like, well, I'm having a good time. And you like, yeah. I'm not. So now it's like, well, I'm having a group pandemic. I'm sorry, you're not, yeah. but I am. And, and that's it, okay. Yeah. I think that's okay. It is, a, it is it's fine. It, it feels weird because, like, I'm like, like, I can't even hold you. Like, outside of these walls or yeah. whatever, shit is wild. Yes. Between COVID and racism and all of this stuff. But, like, in it's my own... It's still a own, good time to arrest the um, killers of Breonna Taylor right now. It's absolutely a great time to arrest the killers of Breonna Taylor. All right. Um, it's a great plug. <laughs> but in my, like, personal bubble, things are all right. Like, the worst thing that's happened this week is, like, we can't go to Vegas. And and that feels like, bitch, you had the money to go to Vegas. You know what I'm saying? Like, yes, yes, if you yes, break it down, it's yes. like you you afford, you were able to book a plane ticket. Oh shit! And a hotel to Vegas. Right. That's a blessing. Yes, I agree. And that you have to cancel it. And that's your worry. That's your worry. That was my worry. Right. 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 If you have to cancel it and I don't get my money back, I just get a credit. But whatever. That just means you're going somewhere else soon. That just means I'm going somewhere else soon. When they open it up. But, like, business-wise, things are going well. Personally. Yeah, you feel like a 12? Yeah. <laughs> Personally, things are going well. <laughs> My friends are good. Yeah. As far as I know, you know, like, unless people are lying. Um, life is good. Life is good. Future boys. Future boys. That's it. <laughs> Fucking fireworks are killing me, but otherwise, things are alright. Alright. <laughs> so, any final words you want to. Final thoughts? Uh, hey, the fireworks is doing it for me. Um, right, right, right. You know? Um, I just think it's. I'm glad I'm, I'm finally able to be here. I'm glad too! You know, to thinking about. Happy anniversary! <laughs> Thanks, yes, thank you, thank you. It's been one year. How's one year of marriage? 
It's been good. Good. It's been very good. Good. Um, it's, you know, we had the first half was pre-COVID. Yeah. The second half was post-COVID, which was better. Yeah. Good. Pre-COVID. Because we, we, we're at home. Yeah. And, but we still have a balance. And we still, you know, we get to now watch each other work. Mm-hmm. We give each other space to do our thing at work. And, and all that. So, uh, you know, it's just us. And, well, it's always just been us. Like, yeah, but yeah. It, it's People are like, oh, my God, I'm in the house with my girlfriend or wife or whatever. And, and mine's like, nah, Chris is downstairs. You're chilling, man. I'm chilling. Like, I go downstairs. You're like, hey, we take a break? Yeah. I come downstairs. I eat lunch, 1230 yeah. with her. Like, half an hour. Then I'm like, right, I get back to my next meeting. Yeah. I go back upstairs and continue my work. And she continues her day. So I think it's been very good. Um, you know, initially, like, the thing... Okay, if you're getting married or if you're not married yet, the most annoying question is, how does it feel to be married? <laughs> People that are married, if you can relate, please let me know. But now, to and, and it was like, yo, it feels the same. But now, a year later, I could say, it feels better. Mm. Before, it was like, oh, it feels the same. But now, it's like, oh, no, it's... It feels better. better. So you're saying that all men should marry women that they're wasting their time on? Wait, what? (laughs) No, I think all people people should be with... No, 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 no. I'm not here saying everybody get married. That that is not... I think people should be Someone should marry Joy. Someone should definitely marry Joy so I could be the uh, ring bearer. (laughs) Flip it on you, right? Look, my sister's gonna be a fucking barbecue. On a Tuesday, we we're lit. On a Tuesday. On a Tuesday. Uh, this is why you my fucking brother. <laughs> because we're only getting married on a Tuesday. Yeah, the we. Who's paying a bunch of money? Nobody got time for that. Look, it's heavy hors d'oeuvres, cake, and liquor. Penny. On a Tuesday. That's it. Take that's Wednesday it. off. My fact, just wear your Joy Social Work Podcast shirt, Tom. and that's your Tom. outfit, and we're good. <laughs> Nah, I want people to be cute. I do want braids, bridesmaids. I ain't even gonna hold you. We go, I like really want like bridesmaids. Don't just don't do an eccentric number. Like some people do. Like no. I think more than seven is. OD. It wouldn't be more you, you than can't, seven. I feel like you lose the value after that. Personally, I don't like, know that I'm gonna have seven really good friends. Oh. Um, I, I think that's like another hour of this. Yeah, we're not gonna get into that. We're not gonna get into that. But like, there's like four people I can think of. Maybe five. You, what I would say is, do what makes you happy. It's your day. It's it's your wedding. Yeah. Unless but you're it's marrying your... Joy, then it's about Joy. No, but I'm talking about I'm talking to you. Oh, no, oh, oh, do do what makes you happy. Enjoy your wedding, but more importantly, focus on what's gonna make your marriage successful. And everyone I know have been saying like, Yemi, the marriage, the marriage, and it's true. Yeah. So it's like because the wedding is. It's I've not thrown it, parties it's before. Shop. Yeah. That's great. But I had a really beautiful wedding. Thank Y'all you. look so nice. Oh. Chris did a lot of work. She 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 That bitch was popping. Yeah, listen, she hey. she's real creative. She's real she's real organized on what she yeah. wants, the detail. She could see the things. last time I swag served. It was a great swag. It was a great swag served. And my videographer cannot give me a video of that swag. I am uh, so I had a video on my some Instagram find, maybe. Find the video. The Swag Surfer was one of the biggest and the swag. best Swag Surf ever. And that was a great Swag Surfer. Didn't was. they kick us out the venue? They had to. We wouldn't leave. We wouldn't party we going. I wasn't going to pay no more after that. So they had to kick us out. That was a good time. Yes. Yo, I had makeup on until 3 a.m. And I was like, this makeup is popping. Shout but out you to had it at 8:30, But you had it at 8.30 so, in the morning. 
Eight thirty morning. When I woke up, you had your makeup on. You was like, look at you. I was like, you see me. Bitch was beautiful all day. All day. No, it, it was it was a, it was a great time and um, yeah, it, it was it was everything I we we could I could have thought it was yeah. gonna be. I I had fun, although I don't remember because we woke up the next morning. We was like, do you remember last night? And she was like, no. And she was like, do you? I'm like, no. I don't want that. But but that's they told me that's what happens. Yeah. And, but exactly. everyone else was like, oh my god, too. I had great time. And I'm like, I'm glad it's you a did. Fun time. But then when you look at the video, your pictures, you start. Me memory. snatching a bouquet. You did, you did, yeah, yeah. You, you bodied that, yeah. And and my friend was like six for six for six until you snatched that bouquet. So she's six for seven now. Yo, it's wild because you sent us the pictures and I was looking through them and you could see her in the front like you could see the fuck out. She was seven. She on was her face. six for six and then you messed and up. And I was shriek. like, Yeah, give me that fucking bouquet, bitch. <laughs> Whatever. Ain't nobody married me. <laughs> this is the second bouquet I fucking caught. Hey, so li- clearly this shit don't mean nothing. Nah, you never know. Come up. You might turn around tomorrow and be like, hey, listen, I'm engaged now. We we plan a <laughs> virtual wedding or something. I don't want to do nothing else virtually. Hey, we gotta we gotta. But do I it got too. a bunch of virtual events coming up, so <laughs> that's good. You, you want to, you want to tell us about it? Yes. So on July eighth, we're doing a virtual conversation with women about colorism. If you're interested in that, I'll put the link below to buy your ticket. Tickets are $10 because black women should get paid for their time and their experiences. Facts. Um, and $10 is not even enough, but whatever, you're going to do $10. That's like two slices of pizza where I live at. You're a mess. Um, I'm <laughs> also going to be a part of Free Us Fridays happening on Friday. The 10th, I think, is a Friday. Um... Check my Instagram at the Joy of Social Work for more information. And then on July 16th, I'm going to be on Carrie Adela's. Uh, shout out to Carrie. Shout out to Carrie. Live social work. It's live social work. What the fuck am I talking about? Live podcast birthday anniversary celebration with the homegirl and my sis, Mel B. Fit. So. Nice. You got, you, got, you got a busy July coming I had a busy July. I also just did a Zoom um, last Thursday. Uh-huh. Um, Hell yeah, black girl. Okay. Which was awesome. Um, so July is busy. July is the best month of summer. I low-key want to take all of August off and just nah, luxuriate. You, you got to keep, keep your foot on the neck. I know. I got to keep my foot on the neck. And I also got to keep food in my mouth. <sighs> Vital. Um, thank yeah. you for being here. Thank you for having me. I appreciate I, you. I, I had a lot of fun. Yay! You know, you know what's funny? What? I, this feels like the first episode that was real long. Yeah. But, but we be having come. We be talking. We be, we, we be and talking. like the reality is, we can keep going. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I, I gotta get home though. Yes, you gotta get home. <laughs> I also want to have this conversation. I also want to have conversation. I do want to have more minutes. I'll be back. You'll I'll be bring on. some fellas. Bring my homie Darnell. Because uh, well, I know the, Darnell the, got lots to say. The, the show may not go on after that. We, you might need a whole new podcast about me. <laughs> but no, I, I, I'll, I'll talk what to the fellas. Is Darnell supposed to have a podcast? <laughs> Together, hosted? Oh my God. I think they might mess. have to cancel that after the first two episodes. It'll be a lot of fucking shit. It'll be a mess. Um, <laughs> shout out to Darnell. Um, but thank you so much. I appreciate Absolutely. you. Absolutely. Please get home safely. I will. Thanks for having me. It was Thank a pleasure. Thank you for being here. All right. Thank you guys for listening and be well.